the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And as always, easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. I want to start the show by thanking my friends Bobby Rabati and his family at 15225 North 32nd Street, B&N Auto Sales, 602-722-9151. If you are looking for a commercial truck or van, it is absolutely a place to start your search if you're looking for a pre-owned commercial truck or van. You know, we talked about things last week about, you know, clients being ready when they call me and things like that. And a lot of my business, a bulk, it's referrals. So I got a phone call from a gentleman, and he said to me, hey, I want to order this vehicle. Well, they don't make that vehicle anymore, so you can't order one. He wanted a Grand Cherokee Trailhawk, not a Trackhawk, with the 5.7 liter Hemi motor. They're making them right now with the 4xe hybrid. So he said, you know, I'm open to a used one. Now, there were some Hemi vehicles out in the market. The only problem is when you build the Trailhawk, they're between 51 and 54 grand. When you start looking at some of the other ones, they were more in the $70,000 range. And he really wanted the Trailhawk for the off-road. So I was looking, and, and this is, I check all the time for this gentleman. And I check out 200 miles. I go 200 miles out. So he sends me a picture. He sends me a text. After I sent him a text, hey, I found a car. It's a 2021. It's got low miles on it. It's certified. And I sent him a picture. And he sends me back a text. Gary, the car's perfect, except my wife doesn't like the color. So when you're looking for a used car and what you're looking for is very hard to find from the parameters of the equipment and now you throw the color in, it makes it even harder. So he sends me a text of the name of the color and that's not the name of the color. So I threw a few names back to him because he used the term grayish blue. Well, it's either gray or it's blue. So I asked him if it was this color, this color, or this color. So he came back and we finally got on the same page that the color was stingray. Okay, It is that muddy kind of gray color. I really like it. I get his wife really liking it. But sometimes when you're looking for a used car and you're looking for something that's really hard to find, you sometimes make concessions. I'm not telling you to, but sometimes you do. They're not in a rush to buy a car. 
So I ended up, I did another search and I put that color specific in. And you can't put stingray in, you have to put gray. So they have a metallic gray color and they have this stingray color. And if you're familiar with Toyotas, it's very similar to what they call cement. So I looked online and I went 250 miles, I went 500 miles, and then I went any distance. And three whole cars showed up and they're a minimum of 1,700 miles away. I am not helping you buy a used car sight unseen because if the car shows up and there's scratches and there's this, if there's anything wrong, I don't need to be involved in that aggravation. So a couple of days ago, I got a text from the gentleman. Hey, could you look at this car? So I click on the car and it's exact color car he wants and he tells me the price is high. And I I just don't understand sometimes where people get their information where they think the price is high. Now, did I think the price was high? For what it is, yes, but it's the in the ballpark of every single one that we found, no matter what color it is. So I explained to him that, yes, this vehicle is a little bit more expensive than the car that was a year newer with more miles, but this is the right color, and it's also got a couple of packages that the less expensive car didn't have, including the panoramic sunroof. It had adaptive cruise control, advanced safety warnings. So he really liked the equipment. But if you remember last week, me talking about going places that I don't know anybody. So I reached out to a couple of people to find somebody that worked at this dealership, and every one of them warned me against going to the dealership. They warned to me how it was going to be a problem. So I finally found somebody that knew the general manager of the dealership, and the customer was actually, you know, Gary, we're not in that much of a rush to go someplace that you're not comfortable with. And it's very important when you buy a used car that you don't want to be forgotten And what I mean by that is you don't want to be forgotten that when you buy the used car and you come back three days later because you notice something and they, you know, basically tell you pound sand. And a very, very nice gentleman called me up and he wanted to go buy a used car that he found. And it's in a dealership that probably sells more used cars than any store in town. And I've got a good friend of mine that works there and it's a rental car. So they had two of them. One had 40,000 miles on it. One had 60,000 miles on it. And the price difference was thousands for the 20,000 miles. But what I explained to the gentleman was the cars are exactly the same and they have the exact same warranty. Zero. Whether the car is 40,000 miles or 60,000 miles, at 36,001 miles, that rental car is out of warranty. So this dealership actually does a really good job reconditioning their used cars, and this car looked really nice. So I walked around the car before the gentleman got there, and I noticed that there was a couple little scratches, but nothing crazy. Nothing crazy at all. So the gentleman showed up, a super, super nice guy. And I really enjoyed dealing with Ken. And we looked at the car, he went for a ride with the salesman, came back, and he you could tell he was excited. And it's a dealership that doesn't really, really negotiate, but they have something that's called a finance bonus. You must finance the car through the dealership. Based on my relationship at the dealership, we were able to get around some of that, not all of it.
and it's in their advertising. But the first thing I explained to the gentleman was, it's a rental car. Most rental cars that you find at most car dealerships, they don't have two keys, they don't have floor mats, and they don't have owner's manuals. They just don't. They don't. Uh, somehow when they get to the auction, by the time they get to the dealership, the floor mats are gone, the owner's manuals are gone, and there's only one key. And Ken was great. He said, you know what? I don't need the owner's manual. I don't care about floor mats, and I really don't care about having two keys. Now, he's going to care about having two keys if he loses the one key. So we sat down, and we went to go do all the paperwork and finance. And he was paying cash. And we finished the deal, and the salesman took him to pick up a cashier's check. I had gone home before they left to get the check because I sat through the business office like every other time except that one time that I ended up in the business office at that Infinity dealership. Uh, And I'll never do that again. I will never send anybody in by themselves if I'm there with them. Uh, There's a few dealerships in town that I trust well enough that if I'm not available to go, I will send you there. But when they went to print his TRP... They couldn't print it. A red flag came up. And this gentleman had to reach out to the DMV because they wouldn't let him. They let him print the TRP, but they won't let them process the paperwork. So he called me back. He called me the next day to let me know, hey, I went down to the DMV. They explained to me what it was, and they said it's going to take about two weeks. It's not a big deal, but it takes a couple of weeks to get this squared away. So I told him, if he doesn't see his paperwork in 30 days, you got to let me know. We need to get back with the DMV make get this taken care of. I'd never seen that before. Now, I've had a neighbor come to me and say, hey, I can't register my car. Well, he can't register his car because he sold his car to somebody who deserted the car on the side of the road and he never did a sold notice. So he was the registered owner of the vehicle, got left on the side of the I-10. So in order to register his current car, he had to pay all of the assessments that were placed on the car that he sold for about 250 bucks. Those are an extent of $500, okay? It's very important to understand what you're doing with what you're signing. Okay, I don't care what it is that you're buying. When you're in a car dealership, understand what it is you're signing when you're signing it. You know, a big thing, you know, everybody talks about sticker shock. I've had clients that reach out to me and, you know, a year ago, if you waited two months and you had a trade-in, your trade-in might have been worse worth more than it was two months before. Okay, That's no longer the case. I had somebody that called me up that bought his lease out and wanted X amount of dollars for his car, and then he called me about two or three months later and said he was ready to do this, but he wanted this much for the car. Now, well, I didn't even bother to call him back. Okay, I went through all the hoops. I did everything I was supposed to do, and now you're telling me you want to make the deal, but you want more for your car than they offered you months ago. Well, not only was his car not worth what it was worth a couple of months ago, it was worth three grand less. Used cars are coming down in value. 
Okay, I tell everybody, if we can buy a new car, we need to compare that to what you'd pay for the used car right now. I have a friend of mine that I don't know that long. I only know Stephanie 34 years. I met her at the first dealership that I worked at in 1988. She was a lease manager at ABC Nissan. And one of her friends appraised her truck in April. She sent me the appraisal. It was $25,000. She's now ready to pull the trigger and buy a car. So she went shopping because she's looking for something specific, and it's actually a vehicle that you can get pretty readily. It was a Honda Ridgeline. Well, the problem now is the car's not worth twenty five grand anymore. One dealership actually really pissed her off because they offered her ten five. CarMax offered her sixteen grand. If you're in Arizona and the dealership offers you fifteen grand and CarMax offers you sixteen grand and the sales tax is eight percent, you trade your car for the fifteen grand. Okay? But use cars. You have to be extremely, extremely careful buying a used car right now. There are some good deals out there. There are. You just have to know what you're looking at because these dealers need to get rid of this inventory that they have 60-day-old bids on the cars. These cars have come down. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda in Avondale, Arizona. Great reputations aren't just given, they're earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Stop in and experience a noble difference. It's our way of doing business where customer satisfaction is our top goal now and generations to come. We're located at 99th Avenue and Loop 101 or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you are in for a great ride. And that ain't no bull. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 9-6 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to my friends at Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead, located at 9260 West Bell Road, Peoria, Arizona. They have long, long time friends, and they have helped me with numerous clients purchase new pre-owned Mercedes, and when they have a used pre-owned car, it looks almost as nice sometimes as the brand new car sitting on the showroom floor. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything, and I just want to help people. I can't tell you how much I appreciate when somebody reaches out to me to help them. It's I'm not selling you anything. I'm helping you buy a car. But a couple of things that I want to go over with people to try to make it easier for everybody. When somebody calls me up and says, well, my friend wants to buy a car. Let me tell you what they want. I said, please, don't tell me what it is they want to do. 
going to ask you, if your friend wants to buy a car, please give your friend my phone number. It's 602-525-1370. Do not call me and ask me to call them. Because when I call them, sometimes the customer, the client, gets the perception that I'm trying to sell them something, and I feel like a salesperson. I don't call the logs anymore. I don't follow up with people. If we have a conversation and I don't hear from you after the conversation, very seldom do I reach back out to you unless something changed that can drastically help you. Now, if I'm only spoke to you once, I don't save your phone number in my phone. If you call me and I don't answer the phone, please leave a message. Okay, especially if my phone goes directly to voicemail. If I've helped you and I have your phone number, I'll know you called, but please leave a message. The other thing that I always notice is when someone calls me and says they're going to have their kid call me for a car. Well, there's a lot of these people that absolutely think they know what they're doing when they go to buy a car. And I can't tell you how many times I've gotten phone calls from people that I've helped them buy the car. Their kid knows better than I do. The kid goes and buys a car, gets their head knocked off, couldn't get out of the car dealership, drove home with the car. And when their parents saw what they did, they call me and say, what can I do? What can I do to help? At that point, I'm not helping. Okay, I'm a small little guy. Okay, I have a little, little business. I'm not going to fight with the car dealership on your behalf if I didn't help you buy the car. If I helped you buy the car, we're normally not in that situation because you don't sign anything that I haven't looked at. I'm here to help you buy a car. I am not selling you anything. Now, there's a gentleman that I, I was thinking about him yesterday. I was helping somebody buy a car, and his kids really needed to get a new car. And when we were looking, interest rates through Honda were 1.9, 2.9. Okay, I helped somebody buy a Honda. The subvented interest rate from Honda was 3.9% for 48 months. It was 59 for 72 months. The difference from 1.9 to 5.9 is four points, okay, which means it's approximately $2 for every $1,000 that you finance. You finance $30,000, and the rate went from one nine to five nine. It's approximately 60 bucks more for the interest charge. Now, when you see these low rates, and you don't have a lot of money to put down, and it's 0% for 36 months, and the car's 30 grand out the door, you're not far off of a $1,000 car payment on 36 months. Now, where that 36-month 0% financing makes sense is for the guy that's going to pay cash, might as well keep your money if you're getting 0%. You see these things advertised. You have to understand how they work. Ram trucks, they were advertising 0% for 48 months on Bighorns. If you went to the dealership and you wanted to buy a Laramie, it wasn't 0% on that. If you went to the dealership and you saw low interest rates, not everybody will qualify and terms... 
reach out to the dealership, contact the dealer for correct terms, okay? I've been thinking about buying a new car. I'm still on the fence, and the hardest part that I'm having is I've got great credit. I got a lot of money to put down. The car's only about 55000 bucks. I'm going to take a small loan on the car. But me, I have a hard time that the interest rate's going to be what it is. The subvented interest rate on the car, I was laughing, was 6.49 for 60 months. I'm not buying a new car at 6.49. But I'm going to buy something. I'm just not sure yet what it's going to be. Keep in mind rates, I don't know when they're coming down. I don't know if they're going up, okay? The car dealerships, I always get a kick out of when somebody tells me, the car dealership ripped me off, they charged me 18% for my interest rate, okay? 18% for your interest rate, they didn't get the loan at 2% and mark it up to 18. Most of those loans that are sub prime loans don't allow the dealer to mark up the rate. They pay the dealership a flat on what is part of the interest that the customer is going to pay over the loan. They pay some of that money to the dealership up front. The other thing that you have to keep in mind is the, the rates that are subvented, they can't mark those rates up. Okay, you have to watch yourself when you're sitting in the business office buying that new car. You just have to know what it is that you're doing. I know how to do a lot of different things, but I'm only really, really good at a couple of them. There are the things that I did in my life growing up. Okay, I've been in the car business for a really long time. And I'll go back to that story I talked about where I went into the finance manager and it really didn't go well. I don't like going places where I don't know anybody. I don't like going into a business office where I don't know the business manager. I sat in a dealership the other day, and if the, dealer, if the dealership presents you with a sales menu, and they put an interest rate, the dollar amount financed, and the term, the payment needs to be exact on that menu, not a spread. Well, I was in a dealership that had a spread, and the spread was more than it should have been because I believe they're only allowed to show a $10 spread, not a $15 spread. So when we sat down in the finance office, I wanted to get everything out in the front. So I asked the finance manager, if the customer finances $33,088, and she didn't have great credit, but she didn't have terrible credit, and the rate is this through Toyota, and the term is 72 months, what is her payment? And he actually said, it's somewhere between. There is no somewhere between. If you give them the rate, you give them the term, and you know exactly how much you're financing, when they tell you that payment, it needs to be to the penny. Now, we went, everything didn't get confrontational. He answered my question. The young lady bought the car. Uh, it's a dealership that I knew it going to, but I go there because I've been friends with one of the guys that's there for over 25 years. He doesn't control enough of the deal to make it super simple, but he makes it simple enough. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, 602-525-1370.
Great reputations aren't just given, they are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. At Rodeo Ford, an Earnhardt dealership in Goodyear, we offer a huge selection of new Ford vehicles, all with low, no bull prices. Visit today or go to RodeoFord.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride, and that ain't no bull. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to my friends Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, and last but not least, Adam Breen at Santan Hyundai in Gilbert, Arizona. You know, I, I got a phone call from a gentleman, and he was telling me about... He went to a dealership, was looking at a car, and the salesman kept telling him, we don't have any market adjustments. We don't have any market adjustments. Well, a lot of the dealerships have gone away from the market adjustments, but they still have dealer ads. Okay, window tint, storage cars, blah, 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 whatever. So I called a friend of mine who was a sales manager at the dealership. I said, let me ask you a question. What's your market adjustment on this truck? He says, we don't have a market adjustment on those trucks. How much are your dealer ads? Fourteen ninety seven. So you can buy the truck for fourteen ninety seven over MSRP with the dealer ads. Now, I was talking to somebody about an optional dealer ad that he told me if the customer doesn't buy the optional ad, I don't do business at this dealership, if they don't buy the optional ad, he has the option to not sell them the car. So... You have to understand exactly what you're paying for a car. So I found this article on Motor Biscuit. What should you pay for a small SUV in 2023? Inflation has made virtually every product and service more expensive. Eggs, $8.99 for 18 eggs the other day in fries. Everything, everything has gotten more expensive. It's getting increasingly difficult to properly gauge the true value of goods. Small SUV prices are up across the board with some plates, some nameplates reaching record starting prices. How much should you expect to pay for a new small SUV in 2023? Don't expect to spend less than $28,000 on a small SUV. Some of the most popular small SUV nameplates on the market have starting prices above $26,000. Factor in prices and fees in the out-the-door in most vehicles is much closer to $28,000. Well, if it's $26,000 and your average, it's 12% for tax, title, and license. So if you take $26,000, that's $2,600 plus another $520, which is $3,120. It's not closer to 28000 It's a little over 29000 This is a fairly significant price increase from the price of an average small SUV just a few years ago. What has changed in some of this stuff, not only in the... It has a lot to do with every year cars go up. There are cars that change every quarter the prices. But a lot of these cars have updated technology that in the lower trim levels were never available and now they're available in the lower trim levels so it makes the car more expensive 
The Toyota RAV4 is the most popular small SUV. The 2018 RAV4 had an MSRP of 24510 The 2023 RAV4 starts at 27545 In the next five years, a base model RAV4 could start at over 30000 Honda's popular small SUV and CRV already has a starting price above $30,000 following its redesign. Well, it's over $30,000 because they eliminated the LX model, and now the least expensive model is an EX. According to Edmonds, the 2023 Honda CRV starts at a whopping 31110 The age of the new SUV with a starting price under $25,000 has come and gone. Most of the small SUV nameplates are rapidly approaching a $30,000 starting price. So what I want you to do if you're thinking about an SUV and you know what you want, go online, go to the website for that manufacturer and build the car. There are SUVs that could have a starting price of $25,000, and by the time the way you build it, it's $40,000. And what I love about the commercials that you see online, they talk about the pricing for the $25,000 car, but then it shows in the little thing that this is the model shown in the illustration. What's the best cheap small SUV for 2023? Let's see what they say. The best cheap small SUV for 2023, they say, is the Mazda CX-5. It has an affordable starting price and standard features that scream value. A 2023 Mazda CX-5 starts at 26.7, and it comes standard with all-wheel drive, a feature that easily adds value to the small SUV nameplate. Aside from all-wheel drive, the CX-5 also comes with several standard features that set it apart from models in the segment. I actually really like the, I like all of them. And at the end of the day, for a couple of grand, don't buy the wrong car. It is known for its incredibly refined, being incredibly refined for its price. Hence, its stellar value proposition. The CX-5 is a quality small SUV that doesn't break, break the bank. The 2023 Mazda CX-5, the 2023 Tucson, and the current 2023 Kia Sportage are models to watch this year. They will battle it out in the rankings. The RAV4 is solidified as one of the best affordable small SUVs despite its starting price. Ultimately, there are many great affordable small SUVs available for 2023. Buy what you want. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. Great reputations aren't just given, they are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Among them is Earnhardt Santan Hyundai. Shop now and get three years complimentary maintenance on our full lineup, including the all-electric 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5. Stop in or visit online at SantanHyundai.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride. And that ain't no bull. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. If you've been listening to the show for a long time, you understand that I am not, I'm not an electric vehicle person. There's a lot of really nice electric vehicles, and obviously I will never, ever say that a Tesla is not a good car. But I did want to print off some articles. Uh, Tesla came up short of the 2020 delivery targets as growth slows. This was in the Wall Street Journal just from a couple of days ago. They actually announced in December that they were discounting some of the cars because they had such a huge inventory sitting around. Are used Tesla prices finally getting lower? They're going to have to get lower. And 
what happens is if you bought one and you paid too much, you might have a hard time getting out of the car. An interesting thing to look at is if you're going to think about selling your used Tesla, go on to AutoTrader, search for what you have, and see, see how many of them are out there. I had a friend of mine's son call me. I have helped Matt get cars. He bought a Tesla with his wife. They no longer need the car. She wanted about $16,000 more for the car than what the car was actually worth. So I explained to them, jump online, go to Auto Trader, and see how many of these are for sale. Also, go to CarMax, see how many they have. Go to Carvana, see how many they have. Well, between CarMax and Carvana, in what they had, there were over 600 for sale. What I will tell you is Tesla is going to lose its grip on the dominant market share that they own due to the fact that less expensive EVs are coming along. I print these articles to share the information from you. One article was on uh, the Wall Street Journal. This article was on autos. Uh, there's an article from Auto Biscuit. Uh, should you buy a new used car from uh, Bankrate? I'm not really going to get into that. I will tell everybody that if you're buying a used car right now, please keep in mind what it is that you are buying and are you getting a good value for what it is that you're buying. There's one last thing I want to talk about because I find it very interesting. The success of failures when automakers team up. So it's a pretty long article, so I want to go back to the beginning. We're almost there, and I get a kick out of it. And the reason I get a kick out of it is we were laughing the other day when the young man told me he had a 300,000-mile a 300, Pontiac Vibe. And he was buying a new Honda. And it was kind of funny. He goes, you know, Gary, you know why that Pontiac's got 300,000 miles on it? I said, what's that? He said, because it's a Toyota. The Pontiac Vibe was a Toyota Matrix. Over the years, there have been collaborations between car companies that have produced some landmark machines. But things don't always go to plan. And sometimes pooling resources can lead to disaster. But things don't, things don't always go to plan. And some, it's, they, have the, they reiterated the same sentence. These automotive collaborations prove that it can be better with two or even three, but you can always count on it. Let's start with the successes. One of the best was actually the AC Cobra. It was AC and Shelby. The AC Ace was a gentleman's sport car powered by a 2.2 or 2.6 liter straight six engine for decent rather than indecent performance. Carroll Shelby got his hands on one of these and fitted a 260 cubic inch V8, later to being upgraded to a 7 liter 427 V8, was shoehorned into the engine bay and the car became a complete animal. But sure wish I had bought one of those for six grand in 1965. Alfa Romeo, Lancia, Saab, and Fiat. Some of the vehicles make clear teaming up just two car companies to make a car can be a complex business. But in the, in the case of the Type 4 project, there are four 
firms collaborating to make a new executive car platform. Alfa Romeo 164, Lancia Thema, Saab 9000, and the Fiat Chroma. The first cars of the program were in the Thema. Were the theme in the 9,000. In 1984, the final cars were produced. 9,000s in 1988. Partly because of its long life, the 9,000 was most prolific, with just over 5,000 produced. It was kind of funny. Driving to the radio station today, I actually saw a Toyota Crown, which was a Lexus made for Toyota that was sold as a Toyota in Japan. It was right-hand drive. Just such a really good-looking, nice car. Aston Martin and Zagoda. Aston Martin and the Italian coach builder have a relationship between decades, going decades, and continues today with the new DBS GT Zagoda pictured. Okay, a lot of these cars, if you go back to the 30s and the 40s, you bought a chassis from Duesenberg and you had your body built by a coach builder. Rolls-Royce had coach builders that built a lot of the bodies for the cars. It's not unusual for these these European cars to have European builders. Audi and Porsche. BMC and Mini Cooper or Cooper. BMW and Alpina. So Alpina is a tuner just like uh, AMG is to Mercedes. British Leyland and Honda, they made a car. Uh, Honda made a a vehicle that was called a, I got to find it. I can't remember. It was actually an, an Acura and the British Leyland model was actually called a Sterling. And I actually sold a Sterling to a young man, and the reason he bought it was he couldn't find the Acura model. Chrysler and Mitsubishi was the Plymouth Laser, Eagle Talon on the Chrysler side, and the Mitsubishi Eclipse. BMW and Toyota. Now, this is an interesting one. It's because a lot of people are complaining that bought Supers that they can't get their car serviced because it's BMW things and the recalls sometimes have to be done at the BMW dealership and there's a recall that's going on that Toyota people are going crazy because BMW doesn't have the part uh, the way it is. Uh, This is a Citroen, a Peugeot, and a Toyota. That was a European car only. Uh, The Fiat 124 Spider and the MX-5, which is the Mazda Miata, are both built models in a Mazda factory in Hiroshima, Japan. Hiroshima. Fiat and Ford. Ford and Cosworth. Ford and Lotus. Ford and Shelby. General Motors and Toyota. General Motors and Toyota again. Innocenti and Di Tommaso. It looks like a very, very little car. Jaguar and TWR. Uh, that TWR, some of those cars are just gorgeous. This, this goes back from 19 to 1976. Some of the stuff that was in uh, the 500E from 1994 uh, was created in conjunction with Porsche and produced in a Porsche factory.
Roots and Shelby, Subaru and Toyota, the BRZ and uh, was the Toyota and the FRS. I'm sorry, the BRZ was the Subaru. The FRS was the Scion, which now became the Type 86. Chrysler and Maserati, Lancia and Ferrari, Mitsubishi and Volvo, Alfa Romeo and Nissan. Folks, it's important, you know, and and there are people that I know that they don't care what they drive, okay? But I will tell you, if I've not seen a 300,000-mile General Motors anything other than a diesel truck, I just want you to know that if I'm helping you buy a car, the one thing I will promise you is you will understand everything as it goes. And like I, I mentioned earlier, and you know, it really upset me how this certified warranty was misrepresented through the whole sale process. And I don't know if I would have bought the car. Uh, the client wanted the car. They understood that they needed the warranty. They understood that they were going to be able to cancel it if they got rid of the car in two years and get a pretty hefty refund. Remember, if you trade a car in and you purchased a vehicle that has an extend that you bought an extended warranty, that money is yours. Okay, that money is yours. If you don't cancel that warranty, you're not going to get a phone call from the manufacturer of the warranty saying, hey, where can we send you your check? I got a phone call from a young man not that long ago, and he said, hey, Gary, I haven't gotten the check for the cancellation of my warranty. I did get the payoff letter. So when I called his mom, his mom actually remembered and said, Gary, you didn't explain it to him that way. He missed, he, he didn't hear what you were saying. He was so excited about getting his new truck because at the time that we bought the new truck, him and his mom weren't sure they bought a warranty. I was 99% sure they, they bought a warranty, and guess who was right? I was right. They bought a warranty, and the cancellation was probably somewhere in the $500 range. You don't want to leave the free money there. Okay, another thing that's very important to keep in mind, if you buy a car and you had a car, Okay, you can transfer that insurance from one car to the other, and I recommend that you reach out to your insurance company the next day. However, if you have an older car that doesn't have full coverage insurance, you have to make sure that that policy has been updated to full coverage insurance before you can take delivery of the car. When I mentioned that young man buying the used Mustang the other day, he was laying out $22,000. He was trading in a truck that was worth 1500 bucks. The $1,500 truck didn't have full coverage insurance. I took the time. The salesman would not have done this because the guy was paying cash. He didn't need full coverage insurance. And I looked at Ken and said, Ken, you got a call. We got to take care of this right now. You can't drive off the lot without full coverage insurance on this 20 some odd thousand dollar car. And I walked him through the entire process. I'm not there just to collect the $400. I'm there to make sure you don't make any mistakes. Another thing that's very important. You sell your car and you know you're buying a new car. Call your insurance agent and tell him what your plans are. You do not want to cancel your current car insurance because I helped a young lady. She bought a new car. She sold her old car. And the day before she bought the new car, she canceled her insurance. When when she reached back out to the insurance company, 
her insurance went up $400 over six months because she was now considered a new customer. One day. Don't ever cancel your insurance without telling your agent what your intentions are. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. If you feel the need to send an email, please go to your car insider's website. There's a contact page. I get those emails. I check that email at least twice a day. I will get back with you. I promise. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Adam Breen at Santan Hyundai, David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. And I want to send out a very special thanks to one of the new sponsors, Coulter Buick GMC in Phoenix. And they are located on the northeast corner of... 12th Street and Camelback. They're across the street from the Cadillac store that has the car on the roof. And I think for the first time in a really long time, they actually had a car on the roof. I've been friends with Tom Miles for 20 years. He completely understands what it is what I'm trying to do to help you buy a car. Also, want to send out a very special thanks to my friends at Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. I've helped more. And there's a funny thing with the Mercedes. A lot of the clients I've helped by Mercedes-Benz vehicles are radio show listeners. I'm here to help you. I'm not selling you anything. 602-525-1370. Special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. I will go anywhere you want to buy a car as long as I feel good about the dealership that we're going to. I don't need the aggravation, you don't need the aggravation, and I don't want you to have a bad experience. Once again, the easiest way to reach me, 602-525-1370. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.